This program is paid for by Advocacy United. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Advocacy United or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. Tonight's Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction ceremony of Nate Sabir, presented by Operating Engineers Local 542, Laborers Local 57, and Plasterers Local 592. Congrats to the legacy of Nate Sabir, and congrats to Nate's entire family. Here's an important message from the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 542. If you want a better life for you and your family, consider joining their union. Consider this. Local 542 members and their families can earn an associate's degree with no out-of-pocket cost. That's you, your spouse, your children, and your grandchildren can take advantage of this Union Plus free college benefits program. Go to IUOE542.com. Join the union now. Local 542, in memory of longtime business manager Robert Heenan. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is the Legends of Labor Special with J. Doc and Krause. Sam Staten Sr., Pat Gillespie, Wendell Young III, Joe Ashdale, Bobby Heenan. These are the names. And welcome, everyone, to Legends of Labor Hall of Fame Ceremony and live broadcast, J-Doc. And it is incredible to be back where it all started um, when we uh, inducted Sam Staten Sr. into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Joe, it, it, it is fantastic. And, and uh, uh, what a fitting way to launch the Legends of Labor uh, Hall of Fame. Okay, and if I recall, on that day... Uh, uh, Josh Shapiro, our, our, our uh, soon-to-be governor, was also here as part of, of the, um, the presentation, the plaque presentation. So it was such a great, great day, um, and I'm ecstatic to be back here again. Like we said, we want to thank the laborers uh, for, for, for making this happen. Uh, we've got a, a great show, and we're going to start off by, by honoring uh, you know, the legacy and the career of Nathaniel Nate Sabir, uh, former laborers, local 332 secretary-treasurer. Um, I want to start off by talking, and, and, and we're going to you know, introduce our, the, the business manager of Philadelphia Building Trades, Ryan Boyer, um, and, and Maida Sabir in, a, in one minute. But I'd like to say a man of family, faith, charity, labor, and community, a man whose legacy lives on daily through his charitable endeavors, through his family, and through the works of his sons and his family. Uh, in his career with Labor's Local 32, 332, he held the position of Secretary Treasurer. He was a member of the Executive Board Labor's Local 332 and served as a delegate of the Labor's District Council of Philadelphia and vicinity. Nate Sabir's love for Islam and education led, through, led him through many endeavors to propagate support for both. Many good deeds from a heartfelt concern for caring for the elderly to feeding an entire homeless shelter were attributed to Nate. He had a very kind and charitable heart and took pleasure in helping others as best he could. He strongly felt that all children should have the opportunity for quality education and be able to have a book in their hands. Uh, you know, what more can you say about an individual uh, First of all, Maida, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you for having me. 
It is our pleasure, and, and thank you for sh- helping us sh- share the memory of your of your husband. It's an honor, and 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 Ryan Boyer. Thank you, thank you for having me. Are, are you kidding me? Uh, you know, it's an honor to be here, and I want to I want to start off uh, by if you could, and Maida, if you would, a little bit about your husband uh, as a man, the essence of the person. Okay. Well. Um, there's a lot of attributes to actually attribute to Nate. Um, he actually was always um, very excited and enjoyed very much community work. He was known throughout the community as well as his union to be one that put forth the effort to make things work. Um, upon his passing, okay, we, the family and friends, uh, organized a scholarship fund which helps children, students, uh, through their educational endeavors, as you mentioned a little earlier. And we're all happy to do that. And, and uh, you know, the example that he set, Ryan, I mean, man, look at where we're at and, and um, it, talk about, uh, you know, his legacy. I, I would say his legacy is embodied in, in everyone. I look at my nephew, Aleem, who's a grandson, and his work ethic. I look at my brothers and my sisters, and work ethic is the one thing that comes to us. And and every male in the family knew it. At 12 years old, nothing came for free. Uh, He wasn't taking care of any grown men. You needed paper route. And when Omar and them came up, they had a, a store. And we worked at a store, but it's a legacy. I'm looking at my Aunt Sandy in the back. They had a store. So just the work ethic, the level of getting up, helping people, but help yourself. There was no freebies in our household. Uh, no, no question about it. I, I always joke around and say, well, you know, and it reminds me of me when you talk about 12 years old, the, the gravy train's over. Yeah, the, I'm like, grown. <laughs> when you, when you, when you, how did that impact you as, 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 as a person? My brothers and I still text early in the morning. We all get up and we all go to work. And my sisters are nurses or in school to be nurses. And they all work hard. Everyone, no one has an easy job and everybody works. And my mom was a nurse. So that's, that was the work ethic. I remember when she was studying for our tests and seeing all the words up on the, in the bathroom. It's about working, not for yourself, but how do you serve others? And it's interesting because opportunity is one thing, but taking advantage of that opportunity and being able to, you know, obviously, uh, you know, follow the, in, in his footsteps. Uh, Maida, uh, talk about that and, 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 and the lessons of, of and work ethic um, that you taught your children. Okay, well, as um, Brian mentioned, there was a very good example set by their dad um, to encourage them and facilitate the opportunity for the most part for them to do the best that they could do. And it uh, carried them through their adult life as well. You know, everyone has a um, mark in the community, which means something. And um, as we stay together with our um, desire to support the community, the children of the community, not just family members. For the most part, it's the children of the community. Uh, We have ongoing um, projects 
that have been uh, in existence since the passing of Nate, because as uh, he got called back from this life, there was a tremendous amount of support from the union, from the family, from the people that remember things that Nate had done. I still get stories at this point uh, from people that um, didn't get a chance to touch base with me over the years of a difference that Nate made in their lives, in their family lives. He loved working for the community, and he did so with a very good heart. The programs that we have um, instituted to um, help the children of the community um, are staples. Um, we have a spelling bee annually, and we also have an essay contest and to um, get children and actually young adults, because it starts at, AF, at fourth grade and goes up to college level, these competitions. As Ryan mentioned, this is to reinforce and really push the um, idea of working, not just receiving funds, you know. Uh, we have good sponsors throughout the years, um, union support. Have to have <laughs> Mr. Staten at the top, because um, as I say, he has been a devoted member for all the years. Uh, Nate passed in 2002, and from day one, he has been the anchor of support for our organization to keep these programs going for the children. And they actually look forward to that. You know. it, 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 community impact is so important and a common thread uh when it, when it, when, it, when we especially at, at, at this union hall we talk about the state and family uh and the severe family and, and the boy family um but leadership also okay um t talk about you know the type of leader nate was and by the way uh, you know that that has impact you by the way maida i'm just meeting you right now and i see where everybody gets it from <laughs> Well, leadership was embedded in us. We all had the same mentor, Sam Staten Jr., Perry DiVigilio back there, Donald Abziz Abney, my father's partner, uh, Vince Chandler, and to a certain degree, Butch Bennett had two, Sam Staten Sr. and Butch also had Bobby Heenan. So the leadership was leadership through service. It's not about you. It's about the members in the community. Great leaders very rarely think about themselves. So it's selfless leadership. And if you go into it thinking about what's good for you, you won't be a good leader. Ryan, do you live in the shadow of Nate? where he's with you on decisions that you make, or do you now approach what you do on a daily basis off of the lessons learned? Both. Uh, the lessons learned, you know, you, you, it's like a stew. You, you, you make a decision, and some decisions you say, you know, so many times I miss my dad. Like, what would he say? How would he move? And, and I am often checked myself by him because I have a little bit of volatility in me that he didn't have in him. He had that better under control than I. So I always try to think, well, you can't always emote that. 
so decisions are made with, with with all the leadership. I mean, not just my father. It was the group that my father surrounded us by. My father had a brother, a friend who was like a brother behind. And so I was raised by men, strong men, like not just one man. It was like because my father was always around men. So it was he was a leader of men and led by men. So it was just not one person like it was a village of men this is manhood this is what manhood looks like and if you step out of line of manhood any number of people can check you so I always operate that I don't want to disrespect the legacy of my father of Sam Sr. and I walk out the door every day thinking about that you talk, uh, and I, what was my next question? How often do you think uh, of your father? Why you're making the decisions? Why every day in my office I have a picture of my father right in front of me. It's not a day. Let's talk about Sam State and Senior in the relationship. I talked to Sam Junior and uh, asked him to describe your father: uh, dedicated, loyal, hardworking. Okay, in the relationship to, to Sam Junior and Sam Senior. Um, you know, two of the great, greatest men uh, to ever walk, you know, step foot in a, in, in a labor union in the city of Philadelphia. Trailblazers, our, a lot of our, our politics and, and our cities was formulated, um, you know, dedicated to working people, okay, through Sam Staten Sr. and Jr. Um, and our labor makes such a difference and an impact in those communities. Now, Ryan Boyer, um, talk, talk, talk about that relationship and the impact Sam Sr., who is, and I'll say it again, our, our first honoree in the Legends of Labor um, Hall of Fame. Talk about that relationship, and if, and if you would, Maida. Well, I will say, like, you know, the Patriots won seven Super Bowls, right? You we had, don't hold it against them, but yeah, no. You had Bill Belichick, right. who was a great GM. I mean, you had Bill Belichick, who was a great coach. Robert Kraft was the owner. But you still needed the Tom Brady's on the field. Sam Sr. was the Bill Belichick of labor. The Bill Belichick of labor. Sam and my father, Aziz, and all of them, they were the players. They got it done for him. He had the vision. He held them accountable. Perry, Vince, Big Pete was a team. And it was a team full of people that were dedicated to the upliftment of other people that never got an opportunity. Think about who these men were. They were men that came from very modest means that had the audacity to tell millionaires and billionaires, you're going to pay my people what they deserve. And if not, think about that. It's not easy today, but imagine 30, 40 years ago when the color line was a little different. They didn't have cameras everywhere, so you can get in physical altercations and don't nobody care or know about it. This is the reality. There was some rumbles. Imagine this. Five foot seven black guy with some really serious people behind him that said, if you touch him, 
this ain't Roots, baby. But they wasn't fighting for themselves. They were fighting so everybody else in the projects on 52nd Street, down South Philly, uptown, can get an opportunity at these great jobs. So you think I'm going to be scared of an ink pen? It's interesting you say that. I don't care about an ink pen or what you can write about me. We're going to fight. You talk about the young people at the dead. You think they understand? No. But it's our fault. As we've won battles, we've spoiled our children. Because we shielded them from everything. But we also didn't teach them about the fight to get there. So now we all have apprentices in every trade. They get in and they say what they deserve. They didn't walk one picket line. They didn't do anything to get what they got. And they really believe that my company want, wants to give it to them. They, they, you think they want to give you this money right. and benefits? You, that's what you think? But it's our fault. So we have to reorient them and re-educate them about the fights of yesteryear. By the way, that's one of the reasons I think the building trades are so amazing, the apprentice programs. By the way, the Sam State and Junior building up the, uh, up the street and, and the apprentice school where they can learn not only great education, a college education equal to a college education in whatever trade they're in, but also learning the, the uh, I always say it's so important to teach unionism at such an early age so young people understand you know, he, who came before them and, and, and uh, why they have the benefits that they have. Maida, um, you know, you're, you, were, you were there, uh, you know, shoulder to shoulder with your, with your husband during those times uh, in the early days. Talk about those days and, and the passion um, that he had with Sam Sr. and Jr. and, and, and those uh, great men that, that, that Ryan talked about um, when they were negotiating and making sure that um, obviously that there was the diversity and number one and number two that, they're, that they're, uh, men and women got paid a, a fair wage which were all very uh, significant. And um, the reason, as Ryan mentioned, that um, you know, things got done in the right way. For my part, um, and a number of community leaders um, here, you know, who have a coalition that we carry throughout the uh, time, the period, with uh, supporting the children and um, having things stable and safe for them. Um, Sister Antoinette of the Muslim Youth Association, for one, very stable organization that has been, we've partnered together to uh, have things, uh, nice things available for the children, which is a level or the, I would say, um, knowledge level that I have of um, having these great men out doing the community work that they did. To enjoy this full induction ceremony into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame for Nate Sabir, download the podcast and enjoy the entire event. Leadership was embedded in this. We all had the same mentor, Sam Staten Jr., Perry DiVigilio back there, Donald Abziz Abney, my father's partner, Vince Chandler, and to a certain degree, Butch Bennett had two. Sam Staten Sr. and Butch also had Bobby Heenan. So the leadership was leadership through service. 
Building a better tomorrow today, the Laborers International Union of North America, Local 57, proudly supports the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction of Nate Sabir. His legacy will be remembered, and his unconditional work in the community will carry on through the incredible work being done by his family. On behalf of Local 57, we recognize the legacy of Nate Sabir and proudly watch as he enters the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Tom Lee Hackey has become part of my morning prayers. I was a full-time nurse, just lifting up a patient. A tractor trailer came up behind us, pushed us right through. Right off the bat, you just felt comfortable. I felt somebody had my back. And he says, I'm gonna do everything that I can do for you. You guys are amazing, I love you. Call Pond Lahaki Giordano, highly rated Philadelphia workers' compensation attorneys. Greetings. I am Katherine Gilmore Richardson, Majority Leader of Philadelphia City Council, here to say congratulations to the loved ones of the late, great Nate Sabir, a true legend of labor on his induction to the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. I know how important it is to uplift the voices and legacies of those who have paved the way, and Nate Sabir is one of those integral voices, and we are so thankful for his many contributions to both the labor community and the city of Philadelphia. Thank you. Cement Masons Local 592 proudly congratulates the legacy of Nate Sabir for his induction into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. An incredible career and a true champion for his community. Congrats from the Cement Masons Local 592. Did you know Cement Masons Local 592 was responsible for all of the major concrete work that goes into power plants, construction of high-rise buildings, highways, stadiums, and sidewalks? Cement Masons Local 592, congratulating Nate Sabir. Here's an important message from the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 542. If you want a better life for you and your family, consider joining their union. Consider this. Local 542 members and their families can earn an associate's degree with no out-of-pocket cost. That's you, your spouse, your children, and your grandchildren can take advantage of this Union Plus free college benefits program. Go to IUOE542.com. Join the union now. Local 542, in memory of longtime business manager Robert Heenan. This is a message from the General Building Contractors Association celebrating the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor past and present who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement. Nate Sabir was one of those great leaders. The GBCA is proud to salute the career, the legacy, and the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. Portions of tonight's Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction ceremony of Nate Sabir, presented by JPC Group, Paul Himmel of the law firm of Friedman & Lorry, GBCA, and the Philadelphia Council, AFL-CIO. Today's program has been pre-recorded. And welcome back, everyone, to this very special Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony and live broadcast along with my partner, J-Doc, M. Joe Kraus. Back where it all started, J-Doc, and what an uh, incredible and powerful show uh, that we are providing for the listening audience. And you've heard me say many, many times, you've heard me talk about theater of the mind and, and the hope and the desire 
for the listening audience, somebody who did not know uh, Nate Sabir, like me, to be able to listen and learn what an incredible man he was. And the reason we're here, and, and, and so, uh, and as we, get, as, as we continue our Legends of Labor um, Hall of Fame induction of Nate Sabir, we're gonna have Buddy Osborne uh, following at, at Nate, and it's such a great day. Um, oh, shout out to, to Jim Snell, uh, Steamfitters Local 420, and, and uh, some other dignitaries in the House, State Representative Parker, Councilwoman Gaudier, uh, uh, Commissioner Omar Sabir, GBCA President Ben Connors, um, just to name a few. So we got some great people in, in the House, and uh, none uh, more well-known and, and appreciated uh, than our, our, our next guest, uh, Sam Staten Jr. How are you, sir? I'm great. I'm great. Every day is a good day you wake up, for sure. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're of course, uh, ecstatic to still have on the panel Maida Sabir, uh, Nate Sabir's wife. Um, first of all, you know, when I asked you at the beginning, Sam, about, you know, to, to, to describe Nate Sabir, you, you had said um, loyal, passionate, um, and hardworking, uh, very. When you talk about loyal to the to the union, obviously to you and your father, uh, talk about that relationship. I just recall um, my dad uh, spoke to me about bringing Nate on into the hall um, as a field rep, and um, saying he he likes his disposition. He seemed like a mild, trustworthy kind of guy. Uh, we both kind of agreed. And as time went on, I was able to see that myself. <clears throat> and when you heard um, Ryan speak about how it was back in the day, um, we were the two guys that when a lot of the dirty stuff had to happen, my dad would come and tell us and say, I needed to get done. He didn't care how I got done. Um, but what he knew was that it was between me and Nate. Um, and that was a trust. I don't care what organization you belong to, you got to have that trust. <clears throat> and he's turned out to be that kind of guy that you can trust. And we had to go on jobs, non-union jobs, and talk, uh, do some things uh, back then, because it's only me now, um, talk about them, that you can put that trust with anybody. Um, and back in the day, it was really, really rough to organize. Um, but when you had a person that you trusted, had your back, it made the job so much easier. When your dad comes to you and, and, and says, um, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, Nate Sabir. That must mean something. Just for him to even say that, okay, must have spoke volumes. Yes. I mean, again, you look at him, he, maybe to his family he was loud, but to us he was a quiet kind of guy and just spoke. He had that giggly laugh. You knew when he was in the room, he had that laugh. But he was a guy that, like I said, again, you could always trust um, with whatever you needed to talk about. Um, he was sincere about this organization. He knew the passion that my dad had for this organization. And he just followed suit, like um, doing whatever had to be done. When you talk about, you know, unionism, and, I, and, and, and I'll ask Maida, um, how, how, at what point in, in, in uh, you know, as long as you knew him, um, you know, did he have that element of, of, of solidarity and, 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 and union, unionism? Uh, you know, his passion for um, the labor's union. How, you know, when, when did that come about um, and, and how long did, you know, had he had it? Well, 
as long as I can remember with him um, being a union member as he was. I knew that the relationship and the devotion came from his heart. And they would um, be at rest at night often. Um, the phone would ring, not necessarily for him, but he would answer the phone, Labor's Local 332. <laughs> you know? And I would have to remind him, you know, that he was off the job. <laughs> but it signified as to me, you know, just how much he loved the union, how devoted that he was to the union. This would come after a long day's work, you know, on his job. So um, that's how basically, you know, Ryan and, and Ryan talked about work ethic. I, I said it with my father, um, you know, being an iron worker, right? So, I'm, and I'm being sarcastic when I say nepotism will get you on the 40th floor of the Bell Atlantic Tower in the middle of the winter, right? Okay. And, so, um, and so if you're a laborer, okay, and, and we talk about, you know, uh, and a building trades person, hard work is part of that fabric. Yes. Opportunities, the opportunities that Nate and your father uh, and, and Ryan have given and a lot of our union representatives, um, they go so far. You, you know, you can get an opportunity, but you still have to succeed in apprentice school. You still have to go on that job and work your tail off to represent the union. What does it mean, Sam, when somebody is passionate like Nate was about the union? Because there's so many, you talk about brotherhood, solidarity, organizing, work ethic, you know, being a, un a good union person isn't just, you know, you don't, it's not, you know, coming just off the top of your lips. It's all about that confidence. It's all about that trust again. Um, and what we're not talking more about, Nate was strictly a family man. He, I think this is another reason my dad was attracted to him because he was so close, like my dad being a family man. And when you use, you use the word nepotism, uh, back in the day that was a, Bad word. That was a bad word, right? Today, it's about family. And you look around the world, family take care of family. That's just what happens. And I think because Nate was the caliber person he was, my dad really saw that in him. And as you can see today, there's a lot of severe families, a lot of state and family. Because, again, you want to promote, and I'm not saying giving by somebody a free job. They're qualified to give them employment and be responsible. And I think Nate instilled that. And all, and that's part of his pride that he raised sons that's going to raise their kids just like they were raised. And he's in a good place because he know he did his job as far as being a parent. Um, but loyalty means a lot, too, in, the, in this business um, because we didn't get this far by ourselves. We stood on the shoulders of giants, retirees that sacrificed a lot for us to be here, to have these jobs, to get paid to pay, we get paid. That's why it's important that you do the job and make people proud of you. And I think, you know, Nate is definitely so proud of Ryan and the rest of his, his sons and how they're producing their life um, and how they're raising the kids to be great people. Uh, and it's just an example of what this organization does. It brings you in, teaches you how to take care of your family, but a lot rides on you. Because, again, this job is about trust and loyalty and, and getting to know people. Sam, let me ask you to comment on this, if you will. There's, there's a level that you can reach in life where you are the best of the best. And then the level above that is the legendary level. 
That's where the legends reside. And very, very few people get to that level. Talk about the difference between being the very best and then in Nate's case, getting to the legendary status. You know, uh, as you walk this life and you do things, uh, it all, it's not about you. When we get to be elected to a position in an office to serve people, it's no longer about you. It's about the people you serve. And I think when you have fighters like Nate, my dad, that constantly fights for the little people and having something to say and giving them a voice that matters, people remember that. It's not about money. It's about you had the, the goal to challenge those things that everybody else was hush-hush about and bringing people up and say, hey, it's time we talk about this. It's time we do something about this because things are not going to get better until we come together. And I think even this organization, there was a time that we weren't in a good place with our international, but we stuck together here to make them understand that we have a constitution. As long as we follow that constitution, then you can't come here and tell us what to do. And I think once we got that respect that we deserve to have and the members are working in the positive to get this local to grow, then, and then you look at your leadership. How, where did it start? It had to start somewhere. And I'm saying to you that my dad was one of the ones that started it. It's Mr. Harper from 413. He was involved in it. They got a damn wood all, all the people that came to be a part of this thing made it what it is today. And when you look back for the people that's coming in to understand it had to happen, there's a lot of sacrifices there. So when you talk about how you get to be there because you put people first. And I always have a saying, you take care of them, they're going to take care of you. That's plain and simple. That's the first thing. And I think that when you talk about a legacy, everybody want to be able to leave something for their kids and people to see and read and say, I mattered in life. I did some things that really going to go on and on forever. And sometimes people get to see it while they live, and other people get it afterwards. I wish Nate could be here to see it now. Because, again, he'd have been so far because he was that kind of person that drew people to him. And one thing about being a person is about your word, too. Your word matters. When you say something, you got to mean something. And you can't, again, this organization has allowed us to do this, We've, especially in politics. Because in politics, sometimes people think you're supposed to bounce here and there, say one thing to one person, say, we've never done it. Get people out worried, we're going to be with them. When this ship sank, we're right there still. So that was the kind of caliber Nate had. He was the kind of person when he gave you his word to be there, he was there. To enjoy this full induction ceremony into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame for Nate Sabir, download the podcast and enjoy the entire event. Here's an important message from the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 542. If you want a better life for you and your family, consider joining their union. Consider this. Local 542 members and their families can earn an associate's degree with no out-of-pocket cost. That's you, your spouse, your children, and your grandchildren can take advantage of this Union Plus free college benefits program. Go to IUOE542.com. Join the union now. Local 542, in memory of longtime business manager Robert Heenan. Paul Himmel of the law firm of Friedman & Laurie would like to congratulate the family of Nate Sabir on his induction into the Philadelphia Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Nate's service was not only within the union realm, but in his community. 
He selflessly gave his time and energy to help others and was always approachable. Once again, congratulations to Nate's family from Paul Himmel of the law firm of Friedman & Lorry. Building a better tomorrow today, the Laborers International Union of North America, Local 57, proudly supports the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction of Nate Sevier. His legacy will be remembered, and his unconditional work in the community will carry on through the incredible work being done by his family. On behalf of Local 57, we recognize the legacy of Nate Sevier and proudly watch as he enters the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. This is a message from the Philadelphia AFL-CIO, celebrating the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor, past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement. Nate Sabir was one of those great leaders. The Philadelphia Council of the AFL-CIO is proud to salute the career, the legacy, and the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. This is a message from the General Building Contractors Association celebrating the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor past and present who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement. Nate Sabir was one of those great leaders. The GBCA is proud to salute the career, the legacy, and the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. The JPC Group is joining in the celebration of the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame honors and recognizes those leaders of labor, both past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, on their community, and on the labor movement. Nate Sabir was one of those great leaders. The JPC Group is proud to celebrate the career, the legacy, and the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. This special Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction of Nate Sabir presented tonight by GPCA. Council member Catherine Gilmore Richardson, Paul Himmel of the law firm of Friedman and Lorry, and the JPC Group. Congrats to the legacy of Nate Sabir. This program is paid for by Advocacy United. Today's program has been pre-recorded. And welcome back, everyone, to this very special Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony and live broadcast. Special thanks to Sam Staten, uh, J. Doc, from, uh, for joining us in the uh, previous segment. Of course, Absolutely. Ryan Boyer uh, with us in the opening segment, and Maeda is with us for the full broadcast. Nice to have her sitting in next to you, J. Doc. She's doing a great job uh, on the better than you at, at certain I'm, points, J. Doc. I'm, I'm I will give say her the Maeda, great job. Uh, again, a reminder uh, to the audience, and this is where theater of the mind plays in for those listening and tuning into our special Hall of Fame broadcast at the very end uh, of our broadcast. We'll have the presentation um, and um, Nate Sabir will move into a category, J-Doc, that level above best of the best, and he'll join Sam Staten Sr., Pat Gillespie, Wendell Young III, Joe Ashdale, and Bobby Heenan. Uh, in a layer above being the best of the best, that's certainly what it means to be in the hall. Absolutely. And by the way, a shout out to Pat Eiding, who, by, who, by the way, the, 
would not, you know, we, we have elected Pat Iding into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, but he wanted our inaugural class to go in before he did. Um, he was so gracious. Um, also, a message from Danny Batter uh, of congratulations. Um, Danny's unfortunately under the weather uh, this weekend, but, um, you know, he asked me to relay that message. Um, so we're, we're ecstatic to bring on to the, onto the program Perry DiVagilio. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. And we're going to also bring in uh, Omar Sabir, uh, city commissioner. How are you, sir? Well, he's going to, he's getting mic'd up right now. Um, but, uh, you know, certainly, you know, as, as we, as, as we, you know, move the show on, um, different perspectives, you, you, uh, uh Perry, your, your relationship with Nate and, and, uh, certainly you were an agent. If you would talk about that. Yeah. First of all, I'd like to say that, um, I'd like to first thank Butch for the nomination. This is real personal to me and you guys for, you know, giving a sign or two, not my friend, my brother, you know, Nate was my brother. And his family is my family. That's right. Well said. Well said. And and, uh, just your sentiments, you know, say so much. Um, Elaborate, if you would. Well, me and they came in as agents together. And, you know, the struggle, like Sam Staten was saying, the struggle was real. I mean, there was a lot of things that we did together, you know, daytime, nighttime. And the one thing you never had to worry about with Nate was you always had somebody that had your back. So if there was any situation you were into, all you had to worry about was what was in front of you. You never had to worry about your back. And, and, and Omar, if you would, right. okay, you hear about, the, you know, the, the sentiment about your father. Talk about how that makes you feel. Well, I must admit it was hard. When Butchie sent me that picture, the flyer, it was hard. And I think I sent it out at about maybe about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. I got it. And it was the responses that came back from that text message was, was like crazy. And we were just like all sad, just remembering them. But what's very interesting was sitting with Mr. Perry. So we used to call him, right? My dad took me and my brother and his uh, sons. We went up to Hershey for a conference, man. And it changed my life, man. And Mr. Perry, I always remember that every time we always reflect back on Hershey. That's what we always say to each other. Well, th- th- talk about, if you would, um, you know, the, the the examples set by your father and how you, you know, I mean, he'd be so proud of you. Um, uh, talk about how they impact you even today. Sure. I'll tell you the first thing he did was, which I remember, uh, Ryan mentioned uh, Baja earlier. My dad, he bought a store. Him, they all bought a store right over on uh What's that, 11th and Mount Vernon? Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. And we had the store, and he wanted to get to know me because my dad was saying, my boys are spoiled, my boys are spoiled. And then Bubby said, all right, cool. You know, we get a store, and we managed the store. So we was making the money, we was working, and then we got to know him. So we knew him from, like, West Philly, like West Philly, you know, Nate. But then we found out who his friends, who he grew up with. And they used to come to the store, and they would tell us all the stories. But my dad was always like, look, this is the real me. So you know who I am. And it's amazing because I was 14 at the time, but I was 20 at the time he passed away. So that time that you had, make sure that you spend that time with your family. That's why I'm so glad that Ryan, you know, bought his sons in. And Ryan, you know, they always fuss with him. Like, man, where's your sons at? Where's your boys at? Why not working with you? So to see him follow my dad in that footstep by having his sons around, like, it's beautiful. 
the Ryan mentioned work, hard work, and 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 uh, which and, and leading by example. Okay, Perry, uh, talk about that because opportunities, especially in this business. Okay, you know you're not and, and they're earned. Absolutely, and for me, and I'm, and I'm probably just as much for for Nate as well. You know, it was the vision of Mr. Staten Senior. You know, for me, I mean, he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. So, you know, I'm used to being a laborer, hard worker, and then, you know, he brought me in as a business agent. I never even imagined that. And even today, it's like, you know, I'm the director of labor standards. I'm from 332, and, you know, that, that work ethic. And Nate was a product of that. And if you worked with Nate, you worked hard. I mean, that's just, that's just how it was, you know. But it was always that vision in the back of me and Nate's mind that you never wanted to make Mr. Staten look bad. I mean, and, 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 and Omar, talk about how that impacted you, the, the, um, the work ethic. You know, you get an opportunity, especially now when, 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 you're in, when you become an agent, mm -hmm. okay? And, and Sam Staten uh, Jr. said something, and I, I say it. You know, my father was a labor leader, a great friend of the Staten family, and, and uh, Sam, I still always remember you giving me a call. I'd be, I, you know, I was in the nightclub business for 14 years in the city, and I'm heading down, and my dad must have had a bad day that day or, or whatever. He was, uh, you know, arguing with somebody, and Sam, you remember you would call me and go, yo, buddy, just tell him to calm down. Everything's going to be all right. We got his back. And, um, but uh, I understand now, now, now you're in the public eye, but you know, both of you is mm -hmm. now you're on the hot seat in a sense. You get that opportunity. Talk about that work ethic that your dad taught you, Omar, right. and how it sticks with you on a daily, on a daily basis. Because now that, you know, that it's great to have that opportunity, but now you got to work for it. Sure. Sure. I mean, uh, when I first uh, got elected, again, that same sort of idea, you don't want to make the union look bad. And what's interesting, and I think uh, Judge Dumas is here, when people that run from 332 family, like we like 332 family, I think, and it's just me personally, I think that Ryan, I think Sam, and all, they be a little bit harder on us because it's like they don't want to show like nepotism. So oh, yeah. they grill us, they make sure that we write, you know, y'all going to do the right thing, you want to write treasure, you want. And it's like, you know, they make sure. Well, there's a saying, you know, it's an interesting saying, yeah. though. People want to be the boss, but they don't really want to be the boss. So, in other words, you know, there's a responsibility and there's a legacy with Sam Staten Sr., Jr., Ryan, and, and, and Nate um, that sticks with leadership as, as, as a leader. I, I talk about, um, you know, the, the you know, we, we mentioned the young people, but, you know, what message is important for them to understand Um that is, you know, you started with those great leaders we talk about and that, and that you talk about with young people every day that get in the union and don't know how they got there. Well, the message is the same. And um, somebody just mentioned something to me that I think is real important that I'd like to see as part of maybe our apprenticeship program or some kind of program that we develop history as part of it, because these young people really need to understand the history and the struggle that the people that came before them experienced. And maybe they'll learn to appreciate a little more. You know, and that work ethic, that work ethic, everybody's preaching the same thing. You know, work ethic is the key. You've got to work hard. You know. Maida, if you would, um, Nate was a man of faith and, 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 and cared about Islam, and, and, and it was a huge part of his uh, fabric. If you would talk about that and how big a part of that uh, that was of, of, of who he was. Well, uh, for sure, that was the foundation 
that um, he lived by, and that was also the help because Islam is a religion that in following the faith, your reward is there. So uh, knowing or remembering Nate as I did, that was certainly an intricate part of his makeup, his line of worship. So, um, and he shared, he shared. Part of religion is to share, and um, like I say, by the will of God, that we will continue that path that um, he had laid down. And it seems to be manifesting. Um, 30 years is a long time to um, have the uh, memory, the works, um, traditions, and everything that um, we try to promote of uh, the spirit of Nate as he rests makes a difference. And I could add to that too, because one of the last conversations that we had was that he wanted to make uh, the pilgrimage uh, to Mecca, right? Hodge, and he was like, I missed it this year. And then we was in the car, like, man, you know, we're we'll gonna go next year. And he wasn't fortunate enough to make it himself. But the beautiful thing about Islam is that someone can make it on your behalf. So I was blessed to go. And then that next year, I was able to go uh, for him on his behalf. So if God accepts it, then he would have completed his uh, pilgrimage to Mecca. As we, as we, that's it. So I encourage everyone, if you're thinking about making that pilgrimage and you didn't, please do not, you know what I mean? Waste no time. Don't think about next year, because I literally, we were driving on Lincoln Drive, and he said, yeah, it was something, it was an issue with his passport, and he couldn't get it. It was something happened with his passport the last minute, and then he was kind of like, ah, you know, he's like, man, we'll do it next year, we'll do it next year, trust me, he said, man, we you, we're going to go, and, you know, I'll call them back, so... If you had the opportunity, please make that trip to Hodge. Maida, I'm going to close with you, if you will. How would you like Nate to be remembered? That's an easy question to answer because of the fact that I can see the community's response and support of the programs that we try to present for the children that I can see it ongoing. As I mentioned earlier, 20 years over 20 years is a whole lifetime for some. But to see it still manifesting as it does, all in the memory of Nate, this room is filled with love for Nate and the life and contributions that he made in order to try to help. That was uh, should have been his middle name, Help. And as I say, to see the support from great leaders and really loving, caring people such as Mr. Staten and the um, union and supporters. We have a lot of supporters that never fail. There's a gentleman, Mr. Bernard Walsh, who uh, attended our first banquet. And to this day, Mr. Walsh sends $100 every year around time for us to collect for our endeavors. So that's a pretty devoted love, and I pray that it continues because we are trying to do the right thing. In fact, I think we're doing the right thing with the uh, contributions and support that we receive. We're not 
people or organization that lets the funds just sit up and not be used. We give prizes to these endeavors. I had mentioned the um, essay contests and the um, banquet, which is a night out for the families to come and receive their rewards. And we make sure we give out everything that we gather in support of those causes. So that's what I offer as a way of really hoping that we can continue with this. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate you being with us, Aida, um, and, and, and uh, your, your, your great words on behalf of, of, of your late husband. Um, certainly, it's, it's, it's an honor. Obviously, uh, Perry D. Virgilio, we appreciate you, uh, your testimony. And, and My pleasure. It's our pleasure as well. My and pleasure. Omar Sabir as well. Uh, your words as well. We're going to, uh, and we really appreciate uh, you know, this celebration. To enjoy this full induction ceremony into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame for Nate Sabir, download the podcast and enjoy the entire event. First chartered in 1903, Steamfitters Local 420 has been constructing and installing mechanical systems throughout the Delaware Valley for over a century. United by excellence, this local is proud to have worked on projects such as the Sun Oil Refineries, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and the stadiums for all our Philly teams. From helmets to hard hats, Local 420 represents the history of Philadelphia. Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell, business manager. Lee Hackey has become part of our morning prayers. I was a full-time nurse just lifting up a patient. A tractor trailer came up behind this, pushed us right through. Right off the bat, you just felt comfortable. I felt somebody had my back. And he says, I'm going to do everything that I can do for you. You guys are amazing. I love you. Call Pond Lahaki Giordano, highly rated Philadelphia workers' compensation attorneys. This is a message from the Philadelphia AFL-CIO, celebrating the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor, past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement. Nate Sabir was one of those great leaders. The Philadelphia Council of the AFL-CIO is proud to salute the career, the legacy, and the induction of Nate Sabir into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Here's an important message from the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 542. If you want a better life for you and your family, consider joining their union. Consider this. Local 542 members and their families can earn an associate's degree with no out-of-pocket cost. That's you, your spouse, your children, and your grandchildren can take advantage of this Union Plus free college benefits program. Go to IUOE542.com. Join the union now. Local 542, in memory of longtime business manager, Robert Heenan. Cement Masons Local 592 proudly congratulates the legacy of Nate Sabir for his induction into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. An incredible career and a true champion for his community. Congrats from the Cement Masons Local 592. Did you know Cement Masons Local 592 was responsible for all of the major concrete work that goes into power plants, construction of high-rise buildings, highways, stadiums, and sidewalks? Cement Masons Local 592, congratulating Nate Sabir. 
The great city of Philadelphia and its incredible skyline are being built in part by the sheet metal workers, Local Union 19. And did you know schools, libraries, and other public buildings you visit were built with help from the sheet metal workers? Support the labor movement in Pennsylvania and hire a member of the sheet metal workers, Local Union 19. Their history dates back to the 1800s, serving 23 counties in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Sheet metal workers, Local Union 19, Brian Bush, business manager. Visit them on the web at smwlu19.org. Today's program has been pre-recorded. Great way to put an exclamation point Thanks, on man. today's Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction. One more time for the benefit of uh, those tuning in, Sam Staten Sr., Pat Gillespie, mm. Wendell Young III, Joe Ashdale, Bobby Heenan, Nate Sabir. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and being a part of our Legends of Labor Hall of Fame broadcast. See you next time, everybody. Tonight's Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction ceremony of Nate Sabir, presented by Operating Engineers Local 542, Laborers Local 57, and Plasterers Local 592. Congrats to the legacy of Nate Sabir, and congrats to Nate's entire family. This program is paid for by Advocacy United. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Advocacy United or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHD or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded.